All Things Automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. Don't forget those social media details once again. If you want to get hold of us, and you will need to do because you'll want to follow through with a question uh, or the answer to Nico's question. So you can SMS us on 41391, which SMS rates apply. You can WhatsApp us either orally or in a written form on 0614104107 or on Twitter at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Jet Set Breakfast or at Mish Constant. He's on the line, he's on the couch and he has his coffee. Nico, you are around. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Nico? Good. You just just okay. Doesn't sound good. Are you fabulous or just all right? Or oh, just just talking to you makes me feel fabulous. So there we go. That's that's a really <laughs> and good. You know thing. what? It's such in Khartoum. It's such lovely weather. It's been quite warm now. It almost feels like it's summer weather now. So yeah, and I saw nice, someone tweeting. Nice hot weekend. Someone tweeted to say the jacaranda have not come out this year, and I think that's not actually true. I'm looking around. No, 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 no. The no, jacaranda I, I, are out. I was driving. I was driving, um, and there was just jacaranda. Jacarandas everywhere. No, no, they've come out quite nicely. I think maybe a little bit late um, yeah. because I've seen them sometimes come out in September, yeah. or late September, but they look beautiful. They look stunning now. Okay, fantastic. Well, that's really good to hear. Nico, um, you know, last week's question meant yes. that the uh, jet crew actually held the fort against our listeners because, frankly, yes. no one got the answer correct which is also very exciting. But uh, let's just see how many weeks we're looking at. Let's start the timing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just go. All right, three, two, one, go. The lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jed Crew, Ian, Hans, Fish, Lucky, Ranjay, Raditi, Rod, Golani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kal, Mohungo, Eldred, Uva, Lynn, Lynn's husband, Charlie, Ranjay, Casper, Gerald, Aubrey, Allen, JSB Crew Award. 14 seconds. 14 seconds? Yes, exactly. What, are you telling me it took two extra seconds than normal because it was 12 last time? Sometimes it's a bit slower and sometimes it's still pretty impressive. (laughs) Mm, I think your clock is all wrong. Your clock is (laughs) wrong. My clock is out. (laughs) Your clock is out. Okay, Nico, what was the question from last week that meant that we held the award against the listeners? Shall we leave it up so people can take another crack at it? Yes. So the, the question was, what links? In other words, what is the link or what is the thing that links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? What is the link? What is the common denominator? What links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? Okay, Doug. So that I question is out there. Lost. A lot of people were guessing Formula One. And yeah. Formula One is not the right answer. Okay, Formula so One. The word guesses for Formula One is definitely not Formula One. Yep. Um, it's definitely, I'll help out a little bit. It's definitely not that all of them make performance cars. Yeah. Um, because I guess you could say, hey, all of them have a fast car, but you almost could drag any motor car manufacturer in there, almost anyone. Yeah. So that's not the link either. Okay. So no link like with linked to Formula Racing, Formula One Racing. But we want to say, what is the connection, the link 
between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, BMW. Would you like to be the next name on the 52-week challenge award? Because that's what you win. You win your name in the title of the award. Absolutely crucial. You can WhatsApp us. You can SMS us. You can generally just give us a call if you feel like it. (laughs) So I guess this is the ungoogleable question. It sounds like it. It sounds All like right, it. So, yeah, let's see. Well, let's see what comes in. Let me know. I'm, 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 I'm excited to hear. All right, so let's start with um, type of um, drive. Actually, I want to almost say type of electrical vehicles, although it's not exactly correct. Yeah. Um, so if we start with cars nowadays, cars that we all know are now, nowadays referred to as ICE vehicles. You know, like ICE cold, ICE. Um, yeah. And that, that means internal combustion engine. So if you have a normal car like we all have, internal combustion engine, it works with fuel and air, which you mix with a little spark, and off we go. Yeah. And then we have hybrid vehicles. Um, or, or, uh, and hybrid vehicles are effectively a mixture between an uh, ice vehicle or internal combustion engine and, an, and some sort of electric uh, propulsion or some sort of electric system. So the first one is what we call a mild hybrid. Um, yeah. And a mild hybrid, we actually get lots of mild hybrid cars out there now. You might, some people might be driving a mild hybrid car and don't even know it. So effectively, you have a small battery. Yeah. And um, the battery is charged, let's say, when you're braking, for instance. Um, and, um, and, and that energy in the, uh, that's charging the battery can be used at a later stage. But it's never really used to drive the car. Um, so things like start-stop is even sometimes referred to as a mild hybrid system. So mild hybrid um, initially was caused a start-stop um, because you, you, you're charging a battery yeah. and uh, you have some energy. There are some cars nowadays that have a mild hybrid function that can even add a little bit of acceleration. So you have an electric motor. Yeah. Um, so in, in some cars, that can add a little bit of more, a little bit more power when you're accelerating. Uh, on some cars as well, the, the mild hybrid systems now have a bigger start-stop window. So yeah. in other words, when you're driving... Um, some cars, even uh, at the highway between, let's say, 60 and 150 k's an hour, the engine could switch off for a certain amount of time. So when you're driving, what really happens is that the engine switches off. There's no engine at all. But normally that would be a problem because you need to still power your air conditioner and your screen that you're watching on and your speedometer and rest counter and the light. So these cars now have a bigger battery. And what happens is as you're driving, you, you basically charge the battery. And if there's enough energy in the battery, the car at a constant speed would switch off the engine completely, but now use the energy in the battery to char, to, to give electricity in the car. And when that gets to a certain point where it's low, it would start the engine again. But it's very seamless. You, the cars now are so quiet, you actually don't even realize that the, the systems are doing that, which is really quite impressive. So that's a mild hybrid system. But, I mean, let's take your car. Technically, your car, Michelle, is start-stop. Yeah. So it's also considered um, a basic mild hybrid vehicle. But uh, let's be frank, that start-stop can be so irritating. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of start-stop. I also find it quite irritating, you know, when you're driving and, and just almost as you stop, the car switches off, but you want to go again. Um, yeah. So most cars nowadays, luckily, just have a button, but it's still a, a case of you have to press the button to switch off the system. It's, not, it's always on again when you start the car. And the reason for it is that a start-stop system does gain you some fuel economy or, uh, or uh, helps with fuel consumption, but a small amount only. But that's added to a lot of other systems that are beneficial. So in other words, the cars are lighter, 
um, the engines are more efficient. So it's part of a bigger picture. And the manufacturers don't want to switch off or give you the ability to switch it off completely because they are also um, uh, taxed on the emissions of the car. And if the car um, um, has a high emission level, the manufacturer will pay more tax. So that's why you can't really switch it off completely because then technically the, the figures they're giving for those cars, the emission figures are, are wrong. That's why you can't completely switch or deactivate the system. But I'm also not a fan, if I'm honest. Okay. So we have Nico, our petrol head on the line. I see that you guys are scared. You are not responding as quickly as you should. What is it? Are you just afraid that you can't get this question right? The question, once again, is Nico. Go for it. What is the link? What links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? What, what links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? What links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? That is our question for the 52-week challenge. We're getting a lot of people saying uh, Formula One. Nope. As yeah. Nico says, not Formula One. That is not the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW. How do you find out more? You can, uh, ah, Mandis, you've got an interesting answer. I'm not going to respond to it yet, but maybe it's right. Ne- or wrong, I'm not sure. Because actually, I don't know the answer. <laughs> so yeah, I, you can answer. Sm- Michelle, I, I, you know, I, like part of the fun, I don't give you the answer either because I think that's part of the entertainment. Well, not yeah, listen, it's interesting when you're not your, yourself. You're not sure either. So, and I would not be able know. to. Yeah, I would not be able to answer this one. So the question is: Do you know what the answer is for the link between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? You're welcome to SMS us on four one three nine one or to WhatsApp us on oh six one four one zero four one zero seven or give us a call on oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven or. Follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio. Hashtag SAFM Jet Set Breakfast. Should I help with the Googling process? Should I help people to get the answer if, if I tell them what to Google? No, not yet. Okay. No, Zalma's like shaking her head ferociously. No, you know, and when, okay, so. when Zalma says no, it is no, no, no. Okay, that's a no. Okay. All right. So let's, let's move on. All right, we're moving um, on. So, the next step, uh, so in other words, the mild hybrid is, is, is what you get a lot of cars. Now that you start stop, um, then we get a full hybrid car. That's like a Toyota Prius, for instance. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, and, uh, um, uh, and a full hybrid car basically means that the car has got a, a bigger battery. And when you're driving, when you're operating, um, or just actually even releasing the accelerator, the car is charging the battery. And the car then has an electric motor um, that can be used either for acceleration purposes or, or for a very, very short driving distance on electricity only. So if you take a Prius, for instance, when you're driving, um, braking or uh, uh, taking the fuel of the gas, the battery is charged. And if you're then accelerating hard, it'll use the electric motor to assist your ice engine. Um, uh-huh. Or if you want to just drive on electricity, you can drive about, let's say, about five kilometers on just electricity. So um, that does make the car very quiet, and it, um, it adds to... Um, the, 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 the quietness of the car first because you can drive electricity and it also adds to the efficiency of the car because it's always generating electricity. Okay. Then the third one, the third one is a plug-in hybrid. You start to get a lot of those on the market. Recently, uh, a while back, I drove a Volvo plug-in hybrid then I drove a Range Rover plug-in hybrid. So those have an ICE engine, so they have an internal combustion engine. Um, and by the way, they're getting much more popular in Europe as well, uh, these plug-in hybrid cars. And yeah. then they have a battery 
and an electric motor, but those are charged separately. So in other words, if you want to have, uh, uh, you have to put fuel in the car petrol, and if you want to use your electric motor, you have to charge it at a wall plug. So you still have to go to a wall plug and plug it in and charge the battery, and then you have a shorter range um, on that car. So you have a range of about, let's say, 50, 60, maybe maximum 80, if you're lucky, kilometers on electricity. So that doesn't rely on you charging it overnight, but what that means is if you have those cars, you yeah. could, in theory, drive on electricity every day, only so charge it at night, drive yeah. to work, maybe charge it there or drive back. And if you um, go on a long-distance trip, you still have the backup of an internal combustion engine. So you still have that long range that you want. And that's a nice stopgap for people that want to go to an electric car, but they're not so sure. Or in South Africa, the distance are long, and I want to drive to Durban, and I don't want to worry about charging the car. Uh, a plug-in hybrid is a good alternative. But it's still not very popular in South Africa. There's still people, uh, as South Africans, we're not keen on plug-in hybrids. In Europe, more and more, as I said, manufacturers are actually making plug-in hybrid vehicles because they have great acceleration and they are, if you want to use electricity only, you can. Okay. Would you, right, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you, we've got to go to a break, but I'll tell you this. I recently had the opportunity to speak to um, Mohammed Karim from Sassol. I didn't speak to him personally. He was uh, lecturing a class that I was at. And he was saying that uh, the general consensus is that South Africa is going to still take quite a while to get to the concept of electric cars, um, mm. potentially even hybrid cars as well. We'll get your comment right after the break. All things automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. We've got the petrol head on the line. So, Nico, I do have to ask you this. Does our producer, Indosh, know the answer? Do you tell her the answer? I know that you don't tell me, but do you tell her? I do um, uh, sometimes. I'm not always, actually, but I do sometimes <laughs> tell her the answer as well. So, most of the, a lot of times I tell her the answer just so she sort of knows what's going on. Yeah. But a lot, I, sometimes I don't even tell her. Because I okay. like that suspense where nobody really knows the answer. I think it makes it more interesting. So she's, she's, it's just, I think it from an, I find it more interesting. That's why I don't, well, I don't tell you ever. Or no. Really tell you. And uh, I would tell her, her a little bit more, but also not always. Okay, well, I'm interested because Zalma and I wanted to both know. And um, she's doing she does some, know this one. She is doing some strange kind of dance in the studio. So we wonder what one, that so means. Most oh, of the time she does she that. Okay, your answer to South Africa and hybrid electric cars. I mean, certainly the uh, new case uh, that our president has put forward that they are going to start looking at alternative forms of power. I'm wondering what an impact that would have on uh, our cars and hybrid cars, etc. So I think we as South Africans um, tend to be very conservative when it comes to these type of vehicles. So uh, people tend to look at what other people are buying. They they they. They're a little bit risk-averse. Um, then the problem is simple infrastructure is a problem for full electric cars. The infrastructure just isn't great. Yeah. So you, you need a good infrastructure to help with that. If you take a plug-in hybrid, what will get in the way as well as your laziness um, as a person, <laughs> in other words, uh, generally, because a plug-in hybrid relies on you every time you get home, plugging it into the wall. Now, if you're lazy, you know, if you go, ah, you know what, I've got a petrol engine or a diesel engine anyway, I'm not going to plug it in today. So if you want to use a plug-in hybrid the right way, it, it, it takes you every time saying, when I stop at home, I'm using electricity, let me plug it in. I'm using electricity, let me plug it in. 
because it's easy to forget, and then the, 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 that electric, uh, there's no energy in the battery, and you're just basically using your electric motor. I think Europeans are very sensitive if you look, uh, to this, much more so. So they would charge those cars almost religiously every day because they want to have a feeling that they're more contributing to the environment. So I agree. South Africans are conservative and infrastructure. Then there's two more things. Cost. Cost is still uh, way too expensive. And I think the government isn't helping because they're not trying to, they're not subsidizing electric cars. If you look at Norway, they're really subsidizing. In other words, they're trying to make electric cars work by having other schemes that help with this. So if you have the government on board helping, if you have a better infrastructure, if you have an attitude change, then it would change. But I also have a feeling that it's more slower. But I think it's a problem because the manufacturers are pushing more and more and more towards electric cars. So from, from a manufacturer point of view, they are really trying to get more electric cars in. Mm. And all that means is we're lagging behind because our infrastructure is bad and our electricity is an issue. So it, it just simply is going to mean that we're going to lag behind, I think. Okay, I'm going to crack. Okay. I'm going to crack into the answers because uh, the competition is on and it seems to be steep. There are lots of answers, so I'll start. Oh. I'll start with the WhatsApps. Gordon Murray says Mandisi. Oh no, not not, not right. Gordon Murray is a designer, but that's not correct. Okay, someone else says BMW at some point made engines for Nissan, Lotus, and McLaren. Nope. Uh, Lee from George says, "Good morning. I think it's NASCAR." Nope. Um, Gail Baker in Etiquinis, who says she's clutching at straws, says, Morning, Michelle, they are cars used in James Bond movies. No. Then someone else not, says... That's not the big link. No. Th- that's not the big link. Then someone else says the designs of their logos and identities. No. Then someone else says Joey and Ca- Joey Camphor says they're all of Mercedes gearboxes. No. Then... <laughs> Someone else <laughs> says nope, nope, nope. they all use Toyota engines. Nope. Uh, Petronasinthium says they use the same oil. Nope. Well, I guess uh, that's very vague, so I would say no, not, not the right Not necessarily. Um, Alan and Fishhook says they produce hydroelectric motors. Nope. Hamida in Vitbank says they all use a common parts supplier. Nope. Then someone else says battery technology development and sharing of IP platforms. Nope. GCM, this is looking grim, man. <laughs> it does. It, it does. Uh, should uh, I keep going? No, 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 no. I'm going to keep going. There's still quite a few more. Don't worry. Okay. Um, okay. Someone else says we also have external combustion engines, uh, jet set engines. No. Okay, No. no. Then uh, Peter Fisher says Austin 7. Yes! 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 <laughs> that is it! Congratulations! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Oh my word, Peter Fisher! You just got Nico off the couch. The coffee's on the floor. That's brilliant. Okay, we're going to try and get Peter Fisher on the line. It is a an SMS, so Peter Fisher, we're not sure where you're calling from, but we're going to give you a call. Um, wow, okay, while, we, while we're waiting for him quickly, um, the last one is a full electric cars, um, which we're getting a lot more, and then there's a fuel cell car, fuel cell car or hydrogen powered cars, but they're not really effective because. Um, um, storing the hydrogen is a problem with the, the, 
you can explode in an accident or even in the filling station. Plus, creating hydrogen uses electricity, so it's not very efficient. That's why hydrogen cars aren't really that popular because they're not efficient creating hydrogen currently. Okay. okay. All right. But we're going to go to Peter Fisher. Um, Albert Einstein gives Peter Fisher massive applause. Someone says they all have... Why is it the Austin 7? Yeah, you've got to tell us. Why is it the the Austin 7? The reason is that um, BMW, um, under license, built the Austin 7. In other words, their first car, BMW built, was the Austin 7, um, even though it was branded a BMW. Nissan then in China, uh, Nissan also in Japan... um, although they didn't have the license, also used the Austin 7 as the basis for their first car. Yeah. And then later, they would actually um, have the license to build Austin 7. McLaren, um, the first race car, the first car McLaren actually built, Bruce McLaren was a, really a race car that was based on the Austin 7. And the first Lotus race car was also based on the Lotus 7. So all these cars, all these manufacturers originated, their first car was actually based on the Austin 7. Wow. Peter Fisher, you're on the mark. Uh, we've got Peter. You're in Johannesburg, Peter. Yes, Randburg, Johannesburg. How did you get that one? I'm actually an Austin 7 enthusiast. Yeah. So, uh, for many years, I've been interested in them and I've owned them and I've studied the whole history of them. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, Peter, I have to say, very, uh, very impressive. You, I've never heard Nick Nico scream like that before. Nico was like screaming, like screaming. <laughs> I, I was so excited that he got it. I really so. I, I was very happy. That's awesome. So, Peter, how many Austin 7s do you have at home? I've got about four or five of them. You f- wow. Okay. Well, Peter. Also, uh, you you must send you, send you a picture, Michelle, so you can put it up. Our Formula One drivers with it as well. Okay, we're going we're gonna to definitely um, ask, uh, Ndosh is going to give you details so that you can send us a photo, which we will then tweet out and also send to Nico as well. Okay, yeah, lovely. That'll be Fantastic. great. Great. It's nine o'clock. Nico, we'll chat to you next week. What a brilliant one. Time for the news. Good morning.